The views and opinions expressed on this podcast are for informational purposes only and solely those of the podcast participants, contributors, and guests, and do not constitute an endorsement by or necessarily represent the views of the Hartford or its affiliates. You're listening to the Small Biz Ahead podcast, brought to you by the Hartford. Welcome back to the Small Biz Ahead podcast, or should I say, hey guys, welcome hey, back. Hey everybody, <laughs> look at these really cool lipstick that somebody sent to me. Oh, this and it's our Jean. Small Business podcast. Jean's uh, Kim Kardashian impression. Hey guys. Thanks for that, Jean. Mm. <laughs> she's awesome. Yeah, you actually wrote an article about how you think she's an amazing I've written a woman. number of articles about her, and, and I've noticed, by the way, I want to be on record, I have no desire to ever meet or talk with Kim Kardashian or any of the Kardashians, but I, it drives me nuts when people like bash her for being like, you know, vapid and adult yeah, and whatever. Oh, I, I mean, know. I think she's like super smart, and I think if you watch her show and watch her in action, um, you know, I mean, look, you try to, you know, build something out of nothing. I mean, yeah. like, it's a woman who, like, theoretically really does have, like, no talents except for the fact that she can promote herself and her lifestyle. Yeah. And uh, the woman has, like, tens of millions of followers with her whole family does. I think the real... Powerful. I think the real brains there might be the mom. It's the bother. Yep. Yeah. Chris Jenner is... The original mom. She is managing, she is managing it all, and she's... But, but Kim is very much behind it. What fascinates me about all those uh, women is that um, they're in their, like, 30s, so they're no longer in their yeah. 20s. So um, it'll be fascinating to see how they evolve themselves over the next 20 years. You know yeah. what I mean? And what their, what their fans are. And I have fully confidence that they will. That they will continue to. What will an 80-year-old Khloe Kardashian be doing? <laughs> you know, you laugh and you say an 80-year-old kid. But she, she is, honestly, she is smart enough that she will have a lot of 80-year-old, yeah. you know, mostly women that will be fans of hers because she's doing whatever it's cool for an 80-year-old to do at that time. And that's what they do. So anyway, lots of respect for the Kardashians. Okay, on that note, we will be back with our first question, which is about what happens if you're a small business owner and you're driving your spouse crazy? <laughs> we'll be back with that after this word from our sponsor. The Small Biz Ahead podcast is brought to you by the Business Owner's Playbook. Whether you're a seasoned small business owner or just starting out, the Business Owner's Playbook is your go-to destination for how to run your business. From business plan templates to advice on managing employees, the Business Owner's Playbook features up-to-date, sound advice on running your business. And we're back. Our first question is from Devorah in Oak Grove, Oregon. And Devorah writes, My spouse feels that I spend too much time at work. I could hire another employee to help with some of the new business, but I don't think I need to. Am I being pig-headed? I'm not a business owner, so I'm going to let you answer this one, I, I actually will answer that. When people ask me about starting up a business, because it sounds like she's in a very small... Well, I think she's getting... She's saying she's getting a new business, but I don't think her business is new. Okay, that's fine. But when people talk to me about starting up a business, I always say you have to have plenty of you know, capital available, and you have to have 100% buy-in from your spouse. Yeah. You really do. Um, because running, starting up a business and running an established business, uh, particularly as you're growing it, it's an enormous commitment to make. And um, it is something that um, both, if you're a married couple, um, both of you guys have got to be in it because- Because um, you're both taking on the risk. You are. And, and even if one has a job and the other is running the business, you guys are both, this is your, your livelihood. This is your lifestyle. This is like, and a lot of things get affected by all of this. So the first thing I have to tell you is that if you have one spouse that's running but spending too much time in the business and the other spouse is unhappy about that, um, you have to reevaluate your situation. And um, that might mean 
not doing that business. That might mean um, hiring somebody to you know allow you to have more time. That might mean divorcing your spouse. I mean, I'm not. I'm serious when I say that. That it is a um, you got to choose what you want to do with your life. And um, and if you are in your life, if somebody else is a big part of your life, you've got to make that you know those choices jointly. Clearly, one person you divorce husband, I guess, is that right? You know, right? Yeah. Right. Her husband is unhappy because she's not around enough. And um, she, that's going to continue to be a problem unless she addresses it. So let's say they have that discussion and she decides like he's like, yeah, you know what? You're right. Maybe we need to both uh, rethink about our priorities and what we expect from each other's time and everything. One of the, we just had a writer, she's working on an ebook for us, and it's 21 Days to Be a More Productive Small Business Owner. Okay. And she writes a whole section on the difference between outsourcing some of the work you do in your business mm -hmm. and outsourcing some of the work you do at home. So if you're a business owner, you still have to clean your house, meal plan, cook. Do like, you? Well, you are expected to do that in a lot of cases. Unless you decide to outsource some of it. But you work. could outsource it. That's so right. another option here is hire, it's probably a lot cheaper to hire a cleaning service than to hire a new employee. So have a cleaning service come in, mm -hmm. um, maybe start doing one of those uh, meal in a box mm -hmm. plans. I don't mm -hmm. know, what are those called? Mm -hmm. Meal blue, delivery like blue kits. Apron. Yeah. Yep. Blue apron type right. thing. There's right. another one plated that's really good. Right. Sun basket. There's a ton of those. Right. Um, yard work can pay someone to do that for you. Correct. Um, you can also hire a virtual assistant with really inexpensive that can do all those things like making doctor's appointments, um, making travel arrangements. So yeah, your business is still gonna be taking over your life pretty much as a small business owner. You knew that when you mm -hmm. got into it. Right. But you could, if you're spending a lot of time outside of your business taking care of your house and and doing like errands and that type of thing, you can outsource those and that will free up some of your time. Right. Now we have issues um, like my wife and I, as I started speaking a lot more and traveling a lot more, um, we were both unhappy when I was being booked to speak places like on the weekends. Yeah. You know, and like with the worst, I, I, Elizabeth, to go somewhere on a Sunday, you know, it's just stinks you know i just i yeah. hate it or to spend saturday night away i remember one time it was a couple years ago i was like i had to speak on a saturday and in nashville and i was staying at like literally a motel in in nashville before i was speaking and i was just miserable you know by myself so you gotta you know you gotta think about yourself and you got your quality of life and of course yeah. your spouse's quality of life and you do have to like together we both of us agreed no more weekend gigs. We'd rather not have the money yeah. so that we can at least have our weekends Because you really together. cherish your weekends, really right? You've do. got your routines. Yeah, and we really do. And when that gets taken away, you work hard enough during the week that when your weekends get taken away, now I'm not saying that happens all the time. Sometimes there's an exception. Um, but for the most part, um, you know, we made that rule together. And I think that's another another thing you can do. I love the outsourcing idea, but you know, if divorce gets together with her husband and says, okay, why don't we make you know some agreements here that i will absolutely be around for this and we'll make yeah. sure that we're, we're we have date night friday nights and that we have whatever can we compromise yeah and then i will make sure that that happens um that might be another way to compromise okay. all right good tips there okay we'll be back with our second question this is another lifestyle question this is Ooh. uh from a single parent who's a small business owner. Are you looking to expand and grow your small business but don't have time to keep up with the latest trends in technology? We've got you covered with the weekly Small Biz Ahead newsletter. Sign up today and start receiving our weekly email chock full of the latest tools and resources to help you run a successful business. 
find us at smallbizahead.com. Okay, we're back with question two. This is from Jose from Columbia, Missouri. And Jose writes, I'm a single parent and a small business owner and completely overwhelmed. I know other people who do it. I just don't know how they do it. What's the secret to keeping your head above water? So this is pretty relate. First of all, congratulations to you because I don't know how, first of all, being a single parent yeah. seems like the hardest I thing ever. It. I don't see how people do that. It's so difficult. Um, so so difficult. doing both. So again, I would go back to question one there and anything you can outsource at home, I think you should definitely do running errands, cleaning the house. Like you just, when are you ever going to find time with, and if you do do that, you're not going to do a very good job. So yeah. I feel like you should definitely try to outsource those things. Yeah, it's funny about with parenting as well is um, it's such a, a conflict because um, you you want to be around your kids and be a good parent, particularly when they're younger. But then at the same time, once they get older, you want to have some money in the bank to help them, you know, help them pay for college, help mm -hmm. them with certain expenses. You know, there's um, it, it's good to have some money when your kids become teenagers and even into their 20s. Um, it's it, so, so it's a conflict because you're like, well, to get that money, I'm going to have to work a lot of hours yeah. and I'm going to probably have to put those hours in a time when I, you know, when I won't be around for you. And that's, that's a real sort of big personal decision that you have to make. There is nobody, particularly two dopey people like you and me, well, I'll speak for myself, okay? <laughs> you know, just myself. They're, they're, we're, we're here on a podcast. So we don't know, you know, him personally and we don't know his, his situation personally. It's just, it's a personal choice. Um, as to what you want to devote for your business and what you think it will bring um, to your family. And I can't argue with whatever, you know, you know that choice may wind up being. Um, the only other thing I can also say is that um, being a small business owner is a great thing for single parents because um, when people ask me what's the thing that I, you know, why do I start a business or why do I like running a business, my biggest reason is control. You know, I can I, I still work a lot of hours, but I can control when I work mm -hmm. those hours. Um, if you have a job, you know, and no matter what big company you work for, you got to be there between, you know, nine to five or eight to six or whatever. Yep. And you're, you have limited flexibility. Um, whereas if you do run your own company, um, depending on the type of work that you do, you might be able to do work, you know, raise your kid, you know, be around and then do your thing, you know, work wise when when your hours are more suitable. So it depends on what you do. I think also setting a really strict schedule for yourself, also going back to the first question, Jean's um, advice to kind of make some me time together, some right? Me time, so, yep. Like you need to do that a for yourself probably and with your kid and yep. just have some things that just absolutely no exceptions. This is my time with my kid like that. That's it. Um, I think that would probably like, put some structure around it. I think that would probably make you feel less like you're drowning. Um, but good luck. That is a tough situation. But I think that will end up um, with the flexibility and the control of your time. I think you, that if you can make it work, that would be a great thing. All right, we'll be right back with Gene's Word of Brilliance. Running a business is challenging, and you probably don't always have the time to research new strategies, market trends, and develop skills. But imagine if you could have all the latest information on running a business delivered to you every week. Luckily, there's the weekly Small Biz Ahead newsletter. We offer some of the best information available for business owners, ranging from topics such as time management, game-changing technology and apps, to developing management and leadership skills. Sign up today for the Small Biz Ahead newsletter at smallbizahead.com. Okay, and we're back with Gene's Word of Brilliance. Instagram. 
I love Instagram. I I don't use Instagram. I have 9,000 followers on Instagram. Gee, really? That's mm -hmm. fantastic. Is that all? How did you get 9,000 followers? So I write a travel blog about mm -hmm. Connecticut and I just post pictures and write about like, you know, where they were taken. And I, it's not just about Connecticut. I like will post pictures of vacations I take and everything. And people just love pictures of like different adventures they can take. Fantastic. So I provide a little information for them. Like if you're going to go to this town, you can go to this place and people like it. That's great. So now, Elizabeth, I'm going to teach you how to make a little bit of money on Instagram, <laughs> because when you post um, things on Instagram, Instagram just very recently has given tools to business owners that use Instagram to promote their products and such, where when you send out um, these posts, you can not only um, have that post and say um, you're, you're, you're writing about a certain spot and maybe you want to sell a t-shirt related to that spot or a coffee mug or something like that. You can actually say like, click here to you know, buy, my, you know, buy a coffee mug related to this spot. And when they click it right on Instagram, it can either take them to a spot now, like your website or whatever, that will show them more information about it. Or right from there on Instagram now, Facebook, which owns Instagram, has now given you the ability to purchase right from Instagram. That's amazing. So if you've got a, you know, your credit card details set up on Facebook, all you need to do you like this coffee mug that I'm showing you about this mug? Buy it right now by clicking on here and boom, it takes the Facebook, you know, the credit card information they stored, purchase is already done, and it goes right dollars into your account. Wow. So take your nine thousand followers, let's see. Elizabeth, if you can make five bucks off of each follower. Let's oh my see. goodness. That would be $45,000. You could retire from the Hartford, what? right? And do a little <laughs> bit more traveling. But that's Amazing. how you can make some money with Instagram. Amazing. So Instagram is the word. So that's really new. This that, is new. That's a big B2C play. That's, big big that's, B2C play. That's exactly right. But boy, uh, again, we've talked in other podcasts about uh, going after millennials. We've talked about Snapchat. We've talked well. So Instagram is hugely popular. Yeah. Um, and depending on the kind of stuff that you sell, you know, and even if you've just got like an Instagram account where you're showing pictures or whatever, and you've got a, a fair amount of followers, kind of cool to, um, you might make a few bucks off it if you've got, you can think up a few things you want to sell Yeah. and Instagram will now make it super easy for you to do that. Cool. All right. Great. Well, thanks for joining us, everyone. Thanks for being here, Gene. Happy to be here. We'll talk to you all next week. Thanks for joining Elizabeth and Gene for another edition of the Small Biz Ahead podcast. For the latest on small business trends straight from the small business experts, visit the Hartford Small Biz Ahead. We've got articles, how-tos, and videos to help you run your business more efficiently. Check us out at smallbizahead.com.